Let's talk about George and Kenko. Let's also discuss the health issues that disproportionately affect us, such as vitamin D deficiency, high blood pressure, prostate cancer, kidney failure, high cholesterol, and diabetes. What about the continued racial abuse online our young footballers have to deal with? And a whole lot more. This is Pablo from Hackney, and this is Pablo's podcast. Thank you for choosing Pablo's podcast today. Welcome. The creatures that inhabit the earth, be they human beings or animals, are all here to contribute, each in their own particular way, to the beauty and prosperity of the world. The Dalai Lama. I like that one. Okay, so we're here again. Um, this week, um, funny enough, this week I I didn't realise that uh, I didn't know there was a uh, Australian um, day, Australian um, special day um, that happened on the twenty sixth of January, um, commemorating um, when the first fleets landed there in seventeen eighty eight. So, um, what I found out is that um, some people. Um, the indigenous people, the, the Aborigines, um, call it the Foundation Day, Survival Day, Invasion Day, even. Um, but it's generally um, celebrated by um, by the, the by the masses um, as Australia Day. So yeah, a bit of bit of conflict there. But then I realised as well, the next day, being the twenty seventh of January, is actually um, Holocaust Memorial Day. Um, for for the land for the um, Jewish people um, that died during the Holocaust, um, and this year they commemorated it by um, lighting candles in windows, and they made various um, landmarks around uh, around around the UK and lit them up purple. Um, but this year um, they they kind of opened it up to kind of take in take 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 on board. Um, all the victims of genocide, you know, whether it be in Africa, whether it be, you know, in in Europe, various places in Europe. But yeah, so it kind of opened up, which I thought was was a good idea. I mean, I, I didn't hear much about it within my circles, to be fair. Um, but yeah, I mean, if they if they did that every year and kind of just kind of made it all encompassing, um, that would be good. But yeah, it was just for me, it was just odd or ironic kind of how both of the two days, like they're only a day apart. Um, But yeah, yeah, quite interesting. Um, So also, um, sadly, um, we lost um, one of our pioneering actresses, Cecily Tyson. Um, She died age 96. Um, She always took on, she always took on roles of like strong black women um, in in her roles throughout the years, and I remember her from um, from Kunta Kinte. Um, yeah, Kunta Kinte. She played um, Binta, um, which was the mother of Kunta Kinte. So, yes, yeah, so she sadly passed away. Um, I don't think they've they've said um, what she passed away from at this point, but um, but yeah, definitely one of those icons. And I think if you don't recognise the name when you see her, you will recognise her from movies for sure. But yeah, she passed away. Um, yeah, so with this, the lots going on, as you're probably aware with the, the vaccine um, situation, there's loads been going on with it. Um, but they, they've now said that um, Asia, Africa and the Caribbean probably won't 
um, have their rollout um, proper for until like 2022 or even 2023, early 2023. So that's um, that's that's interesting. I mean, especially with Africa being how big it is. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, for some people, that'll be a good thing because, you know, some people are not not pro-vaccine, but um, for others, it'll be, you know, like, well, if the rest of the world's having it, why uh, Africa and Asia and these other places being left till last? But people have their different views. Definitely um, something to watch, though. Um, I mean, the, you know, as much as this year's, you know, people, is, it's the, the great hope, you know, we've got new vaccines, multiple different vaccines, the vaccines have now brought a situation where it seems like there's a, a vaccine war, you know, between the UK and Europe, you know, having disagreements. Um, apparently the UK has secured a lot of the vaccine and um, it's, it's causing some issues with Europe. Um, but the World Health Organization is saying that, you know, uh, we'd like if we start having like a vaccine nationalism, it's, all it's going to do is end up extending the, the pandemic. So... Yeah, so I, I mean, I've I've got many hopes that we find our way out of this situation as soon as possible because you know human beings are resilient like that. But how long it's going to take is is a different thing because with each with each situation comes a, a different problem, you know, unforeseen problem. Who could have predicted that we'd be talking about a vaccine, um, you know, vaccine wars and and stuff like that? So especially as we're dealing with a pandemic that hits the whole planet. So really, this should be a time when everybody's working together, you would have thought, you know. So, but yeah, again, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But um, places like New Zealand, though, they've obviously done something right because they're having, you know, major rock concerts, you know, open-air, Glastonbury-looking type situations. People, you know, no social distances needed, no masks, um, and they've got another event coming up where they're expecting 30,000 people to attend. So they're obviously doing something right out there. So, you know, we should definitely be liaising with them and seeing if we can, um, you know, get the same results. Um, but it is, it is nice to see that there are places on the planet where things are back to normal, seemingly back to normal. You know, so let's, you know, anybody who's who's feeling like, you know, we're, ne we're never going to get out of it. We can, you know, there are real life um, examples of people coming out the other side of it, even though uh, New Zealand is a totally different place, uh, you know, size wise and all of them things. But um, but yeah, it's good to see people doing some normal stuff on the planet. Um, and they've spoken about another new vaccine, as we said, there's there seems to be a new one every other day. Um, uh, coming around, um, but this one it's not online yet apparently. Um, but they're saying this one's called the the Janssen, Janssen. I think it's a German one, um, and they said that you only need one shot. You can keep it in the fridge. Um, so they're saying if it's if it's approved in the UK, we could be offering it to people um, by summertime. Um, and at this at this point, um, Israel Israel seemed to have vaccinated the most people in the world apparently so so yeah um lots of firsts you know lots of lots of firsts lots of new stuff going on um yeah and also uh the first person in the uk to die from covid related illnesses they said is um, a man named peter atwood who died on the 30th of january 
2020. Um, but they're also saying that um, cases, they're now finding that some cases go back as far as November 2019. So, and I, I mean, I know a few people that swear blind that they were suffering from symptoms way before it was announced and stuff. So things are coming to pass now. But I, as I've always said, you know, in time, you know, we will understand really what's gone on and why it's gone on and, and, and how to deal with it, you know. And it might take it might take decades, you know. A lot of the time when things on this scale, this magnitude happen, it does take time for the, you know, the reality of things to, to, to kind of come out and, and be dealt with and stuff. So, but yeah, so that's, that's interesting. So I'll, I'll, look, I'll be interested to see what else comes out around that. Um, so... Um, also, uh, sadly, um, there's been a, uh, you know, a young person's life been taken in Islington, um, Romario Opia, 15-year-old boy fatally stabbed um, this week. Um, yeah, really sad. Um, they've, they've charged a 70-year-old male um, with murder, so, yeah, that, that will go you know, that'll go for its due course. But yeah, really feel it for the family. Um, you know, it's, it's just sad, you know, any any time anytime a person dies, especially a young person. But yeah, really sad. Um, and what's also sad, you know, on another note is, you know, the fact that, you know, these footballers, you know, these black footballers who are talented, you know, bring so much joy to everybody who loves football. Um, still have to deal with racism, you know. On the, you know, there's, you, you know, part of the game is losing, part of the game is winning, part of the game is draws. You know, that's what makes the game so exciting and stuff. And because these guys, you know, seemingly had a bad game, um, they 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 seem like they they they're just open to be targeted, you know, with with this racism stuff. So Reese James, 21 years old. Um, he took some screenshots of race, racist messages um, he received via Instagram. Um, and yeah, I mean, Chelsea rightfully so come out and said they're disgusted um, with the racial abuse and stuff. And um, yeah, but uh, it's, it's just it's just ridiculous, really, and, and really sad. I mean, this is a 20, 21 year old man, you know, and he's, he's just doing what he loves and doing the best he can do. Obviously, he's trying to win every game that he plays. Um, but yeah, to have to deal with that is, is, is really not good, not necessary at all. And then also in the same week, Remain Sawyer, 29 years old, um, plays for um, West Brom. Um, and he's also a St. Kitts and Nevis um, national. So he also received some racial abuse online. Um, but thankfully, um, a 49-year-old man um, from Dudley um, has been arrested on suspicion of racial abuse. And hopefully... Um, yeah, hopefully he's he's the guy and, and they deal with him accordingly and make an example of him. Um, the manager, um, Sam um, Allardyce, um, come out and said he, that um, Sawyer was extremely upset, um, as anyone would be. But um, but yeah, it's a bit, a bit ironic because I'm sure Sam Allardyne was, was in the paper a few years back for something similar, if I remember rightly. But either way, um, yeah, this this racism stuff I mean people need to I mean I suppose it's always going to be there but you know we we, we have to face it and, and deal with it you know but not let it 
stop people doing what they're doing and stop their passion, you know, don't let it take away from their passion. Um, yeah. So, um, although um, we haven't, I mean, it doesn't, this, this stuff that I just found out, it doesn't seem, I haven't really felt it as much, if I'm, if I'm honest, but the police have said that um, the, the shootings um, have, shootings, shooting incidents um, have gone up um, since t- uh, 2020. So 20, in 20, 2019, there was like 266 um, shooting incidents. And then in 2020, there was um, 288. So I suppose, I mean, it, it's not that much difference, to be fair. But it is a difference, and I suppose the fact that we was in lockdown in 2020, so that probably, um, you know, kind of made like, well, you know, we would have thought there would have been less because everyone was locked down. Um, but they are talking about um, firearms being discharged rather than deaths, so maybe that's why um, we, we, we're not really feeling it as such. Well, I, I haven't really felt it or, or seen it or heard so much about it, so... So yeah, but you know, if people people are if there are incidences where people are um are discharging their weapons and stuff, it is um is something to be mindful of. because um, obviously the guns are out there. But obviously we, we do hear we do hear a lot more about stabbings, to be fair. This is this is the thing that I've been hearing a lot more about, but you know, things happen. Um Quasi, Quasi uh um, he's been debating about um, the British Empire, um, speaking about he, he doesn't really understand um, why uh, people are calling for the, the, the curriculum to be decolonised um, and things like that. Um, and he, what, he also said, that, what did he say? He said that we are, like, it's, the, the view is kind of cartoon-like. Yeah, the people's views are cartoon-like. Black Lives Matter's views in regards to the world and colonialism cartoon-like and you know in regards to what's happened over uh, over the world over um centuries and, and whatnot um yeah I, I, uh, yeah i i think i think he, he, I, I can't really get with his perspective and his his understanding i mean I, I respect it it's his point of view but it, it sounds like he needs to speak to some more people so that he can understand because it's you know the point the points being made about decolonizing um the 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 curriculum is is a positive thing you know it's not about deleting anything because i think when you hear the the whole debate it sounds like he's believing that people are wanting to change history but you know from my perspective anyway it's, it's not about changing history it's about explaining all of history you know letting it all be heard not getting rid of anything you know I'm, I'm not one of these people who are who think that we should be pulling down statues um i think the statues should be put in appropriate places you know maybe in museums and stuff but you know it's it's not about whitewashing anything or getting rid of any history it's, it's just about seeing history in this in its fullness you know and and having things put into real real context and stuff like that. So, yeah, he's, as much as he's a learned man, um, it, it just, yeah, it lacked a little bit of um, empathy and understanding. You know, and it, he's a black man, he, you know, he's, he's Ghanaian, I believe. Um, so it's not, 
it's it's not because you are a black man, you know, of African descent, etc., that you you we all think the same. Um, so I'm I'm definitely mindful of that. But it just seems like he's been not really speaking to to people that could really clarify it for him. Yeah. So that's what really came across to me. So, um, but on the other hand, in um, in Sweden, um, the Black Lives Matter found, Foundation um, won um, their prize, their Olaf Palm Human Rights Prize for 2020. Um, so it's they've honoured they've honoured the BLM movement um, for promoting peaceful civil disobedience against police brutality and racial violence across the globe. Um, and yeah, I mean, for me, I, you know, even as I've, as I've said before, I'm not into the, the, the politics of, of, um, you know, of things, of these kind of things, but, um, it can't be denied. It's definitely pushed the envelope, um, in, in the right direction as far as sparking conversation and, and just moving things forward. So yeah, some, some recognition for that at least is, um, I think that's, 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 I'd say that's deserved for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, they noted that, um, you know, 20 million people took part in the BLM protests in the US alone. Um, and that's a big feat, you know, and that's, like I said, the US alone, you know, I don't know how many globally, but obviously this was a, a global moment and it will go down in history as, 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 as a moment, you know, and hopefully the momentum continues. But, um, but yeah, so they, I think the prize is um, $100,000. I think that's about 73 grand in, in UK money. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that's... So they've, they've, they've got an award for that. So Sweden's recognised that. But sadly, out in um, Ireland, um, obviously there's a there's a African-Irish, a big African-Irish community out in, in, in Ireland and um, a young man, George Nakenko, um, 27-year-old, um, he was suffering mental health issues um, and he was shot dead by the police on the 30th of December. Um, and there's been, like, protests and, you know, angry protests um, from the family um, outside the police stations, etc. It's, um, it's the first killing of a black man in Ireland, apparently, as well. Um, but the family have, have noted, they, you know, they don't feel like it was a racial situation, um, it, it was more. I think they they were talking about it's more that the the police, they're the guardy. I think they call them. They it highlighted that they need more training around mental health. You know, people going through crisis and stuff like that. Um, pretty much similar to the, the the show that I spoke about on the last pod um, that came on with, with the, the the man with um, Mr. Clark, I believe his name was who who was um, killed in custody. Um, not by gunshots, but he died in custody. But again, that's about the police knowing how to deal with people um, who have mental health issues, you know. So yeah, but he, um, yeah, he he was seen with a knife. I think he attacked someone in in a shop um, and brandished a knife, but he didn't attack them, cut them with a knife or anything like that. But he brandished the knife, and and I think the police followed him home um, in a car from a distance, um, unmarked police, like trying to get him to drop the weapon, wouldn't drop the weapon. And I think eventually they got to his house and, um, apparently he lunged for them and they, they shot him five times, you know? Um, so yeah, really sad, you know, feel it for the, the family. Um, yeah. And everybody involved, but, uh, one of the, one of the, um, 
the protesters um, spoke about the fact that there was a, a white Irish man who recently um, was, he, he had a sword and he was successfully restrained as well with the sword. And so they was, you know, kind of suggesting, you know, you was able to restrain him. You know, you should have used the same skills or techniques to deal with um, Mr. George Kenko. So, Nikenko. So, yeah, um, sad, um, re really sad. I think they, the police, they tasered him. They tasered him, um, and, but it, it, it didn't work. Um, and they pepper sprayed him, but it, it, that didn't work either. But, but again, this is somebody who is ill, you know, mental health. You know, there's, there, there's got to be a better way to, to deal with somebody who's going through a crisis. You know, there's got to be a better way than, than, than gunshots, you know. So, yeah, very sad. What really adds insult to injury is um, the fact that the family, since the incident, the family's been at the sharp end of racial abuse um, since this situation. So they've not only lost a brother, a, a family member, a son, um, but they're now having to deal with racial abuse off of the back of it. So hopefully this all gets sorted out. Um, yeah. So... Health. I mean, I, I spoke about um, the oximeter, the pulse oximeter last week. Um, hopefully people got one of those for their families, got one of those in the house so they can, you know, help them with their fitness and, you know, they can monitor their their oxygen levels and stuff. Um, yeah, but, you know, th there are certain things that, that affect us disproportionately, you know, things like vitamin D deficiency, high blood pressure, um, prostate cancer, kidney um, kidney function, um, cholesterol, and diabetes. So, you know, whatever we can do, you know, I think we all need to use that magnificent device, you know, with all the information you need, you know, your phone, you know, get on Google, have a look at, you know, the things that you can do to counteract um, these, these illnesses that we are disproportionately affected by and start doing something about it, you know. We, you know, you've... It's, it's, it's in our hands, you know, more than ever, and it's been highlighted more than ever, and it's not something new to us, you know. We know what we disproportionately are affected by, and we, you know, if we don't know how to reduce it or to, how to curb it, go, go online, do some research, you know, speak to your doctor, call 111, um, you know, do whatever you need to do, but get the information and start doing some, doing some stuff in regards to it, because... Um, your health is 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 very significant in these days. These, well, it's always been very significant, but it's been highlighted how important our health is. So yeah, we we need to get on top of that. Um, but Manchester University, the University of Manchester, well, Manchester I don't I'm not sure which way they they call it. I think it's University of Manchester. They carried out a study anyway, um, talking about the unfairness of NHS services and how it's exacerbating um, health inequalities. Um, so it was, a, it was a massive survey. Um, I think they it was 1.4 million adults involved in it, aged over 55, um, and they'd done it between 2015 and 2017. Um, so it, what they found is that um, the average 60-year-olds uh, from um, gypsy traveller community um, Pakistani community, Bangladeshi community, um, Arab communities, um, uh, their, their, their health was similar to 
um, British, a British 80-year-old person. So those communities, they're 60-year-old people. Their health was similar to an 80-year-old um, British person. So, yeah, really interesting. I, I haven't heard a lot about that. And it's interesting, the groups that, you know, that come out. Because obviously you hear a lot about um, how COVID um, affects um, people from uh, the black community as well. Um, even though this isn't COVID specific, um, I would have I thought that we, you know, black people would be in there um, amongst that group, and I suppose it kind of highlighted for me the issues with um, using the, 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 the acronym BAME, because um, you know th- this this group of people that they've highlighted as as having um, you know uh, an older uh, health age than their actual age, they that they would be considered BAME. You know, the only difference is um, none of them are black. So, yeah, these are the problems that I, that I don't like about that BAME situation. But also, what, what they found out is that um, there, are two, there are two ethnic groups um, who have healthier, who are healthier than um, white British people, and that were Chinese men and women and black African men, ironically. So, who knew? Yeah, who knew? That's quite interesting. So, so yeah, um, these these things are. I mean, they're, they're little, little little known facts and little known um, studies. But that's a massive study, and it, it kind of says a lot. But it doesn't mean that we don't have things to do, and and you know that we're not we're still disproportionately affected by the things that I just mentioned. So we still need to get on it. But this study does show um, that are that we are healthy in 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 that study so that's quite important to know so tv this this week i didn't really get to watch too much tv it's been a bit of a manic week um but i've definitely seen something that i'm going to watch there's six part episode on um, bbc4 um hip-hop uh, the songs that shook america so i'm definitely going to be watching that um hip-hop is one of the music genres that I grew up on, one of the many music genres I grew up on. Um, and it always amazes me how influential hip-hop has come, you know. I mean, for younger people, it's, you know, they're born into it. It's already here. It was here before they were born, etc. But for people who are a bit older, you know, there was a time before that and, and you would have known various genres of music coming, um, you, know, you know, House and Garage, Jungle... Um, you know, various and, and hip hop, you know, but hip hop has just taken over, you know, it's taken over, it's taken over the English language, it's taken over fashion, it's taken over other genres of music, you know, it's just all encompassing, you know, so, so yeah, it's, and who, who would have thought it, you know, I can remember there was so much negative press about hip hop when it, when it hit the, the UK and, and stuff like that, so, so yeah. Um, but I'm definitely going to be watching that. So it's they're basically going to be focusing on um, you know early hip hop battles um, from the the verses in in various lyrics that inspired change, and then they'll have artists on there de- deconstructing their work as well. So the first episode um, going to be um, with Kanye in regards to Kanye West and his um, Christian rap song Jesus Walks, um, which is a which is a big tune, I, I must say that 
that when that tune came out, um, it was a bit very groundbreaking. Um, from the beat to the lyrics, the concept, the video. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I'm gonna look forward to that. So I definitely recommend checking that out, even if you're not into hip hop. You know, um, I, I guarantee that's good. That's gonna be an interesting watch for sure. Um, yes. So, in regards to books, this week I've been asked to speak on a book um, called Patsy um, by um, Nicole Dennis-Ben. It's a book um, in regards to a woman called Patsy um, who leaves her daughter in Jamaica um, to follow her friend to New York. Um, And basically it's about her her life there and how things come about for her there. Um, as an undocumented immigrant, you know, obviously she she didn't have any of her paperwork and stuff, and and she has to adjust to her new life. So, yeah, really, apparently, really a good read. I, obviously, I haven't read it yet, but I will definitely be checking it out. So, that is the book for this week. So, a um, lot going on this week. There's going to be a lot going on next week. You know, we're we're already this month is is over. By the time you hear this. Um, the month is over, you know, um, the, before we know it, we'll be out of this lockdown where we're in, you know, obviously it's, it's a bit tedious, we're dealing with it now, but we have to use this time to our advantage in, in any way we can, and we definitely have to look out for people that are home alone, you know, that are, you know, living alone, maybe they're living in a flat by themselves or Whatever, anybody that's living alone, we need to keep an eye on them because, you know, there's too many people, um, yeah, finding themselves in, 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 in tragic situations, you know, with, with nobody to speak to, you know, no one to turn to and stuff like that. So, you know, let's, let's see what we can do for others, but let's also try and use our time constructively, you know. T- time sitting down alone and not being able to move around so much is it's not the best, but there are things you can do, you know. There are things we can do that we we wouldn't have been able to do before and I don't mean just tidying up various parts of your house or doing DIY stuff I mean stuff that's gonna fulfill you as a human being and push you forward as a human being because at the end of the day this is a moment in time this is a moment in time and ultimately you know we're not going to be locked down forever you know so it's really about prepping yourself um for for when we do come out of lockdown because chances are we're going to come out of lockdown and we'll be out for a while and the numbers will go up again and we'll find ourselves back in lockdown. So really, I mean, if, if you don't do anything else, if you plan for what you're going to do during that window when we are um, out of lockdown um, so that you've got more chance of executing that, um, you're going to be in a better position. So use your time wisely. Use your time wisely. So hopefully there's, um, this is one of the podcasts you feel that you can pass on to at least one person um, who's never listened to the podcast before. Um, really appreciate that. But in the meantime, thank you for choosing Pablo's podcast today. And hopefully you can join me on the next one. Until then, take care and be nice to each other. Thank you for listening to Pablo's podcast. I'm Pablo from Hackney. And you can catch me next week for more healthy discussion.